0: As nothing? Brothers and sisters, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are as nothing compared with the glory to be revealed for us. For creation awaits with eager expectation the revelation of the children of God. For creation was made subject to futility, not of its own accord, but because of the one who subjected it in hope that creation itself would be set free from slavery to corruption and share in the glorious freedom of the children of God. We know that all creation is groaning in labor pains even until now, and not only that, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, we also groan within ourselves as we await for adoption, The Redemption of Our Bodies, Romans 8, verses 18 to 23. I can just imagine the reaction, if we're listening, to this reading from St. Paul to the Christians in Rome this coming Sunday. I'm wondering how two friends of mine who were recently diagnosed with aggressive cancer will hear this. I'm thinking of another couple whose daughter has been the victim of human trafficking I'm wondering about a man who was horribly abused when he was a young man. I'm thinking of a woman who has lived most of her life battling depression. Heck, if I'm honest, I'm not sure how I react to Paul's words, or rather God's words through Paul. It's helpful for me to keep in mind who is speaking, first of all. Paul is no Pollyannish guy, some eternal optimist, always looking on the bright side. This is a man who, quote, received at the hands of the Jews the 40 lashes less one, unquote, was beaten with rods three times, stoned once and left for dead, shipwrecked three times, adrift at sea for at least 24 hours, And was in, quote, danger from robbers, danger from his own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea, danger from false brothers, and toil and hardship, through many a sleepless night, and hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure, unquote. 2 Corinthians 11, verses 24 to 27. Okay. So Paul knows suffering firsthand. Still, we must tread carefully here, for suffering is a mystery, not a problem to be solved or explained away with pious platitudes. In his letter to the Colossians, Paul reminds us of a most important truth. There he teaches us that while suffering is never a good, it can be used for good things. In other words, suffering is not, or need not, be in vain. The cross of Jesus, after all, the worst suffering, was not in vain. It was the means by which he rescued the world from the powers of sin and death and defeated our ancient enemy. And because of this, when suffering comes our way, not if, we can, like Paul, actively unite whatever pain and anguish we're experiencing Jesus' cross. And one day, we will discover how God used that for good. See Colossians chapter 1, verse 24. Back to Romans, however. Paul is not saying that suffering is nothing. He's saying that suffering, no matter how great, is as nothing compared with the glory to be revealed in us, In other words, Paul is encouraging us to ask the Lord to give us what we might call an eternal perspective. It's only when we're able to look back from our true homeland, when creation's groaning pains are over and the king makes all things new that we'll be able to see things in the right light. I don't think that means we'll say things like, oh, that depression was nothing or that abuse didn't really matter. Rather, I think Paul's a realist and he knows the sufferings of this world can be horrific which means the glory that is to be revealed that no eye has seen and no mind has ever conceived must be absolutely astounding see 1 corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 the kingdom of god is breathtaking beyond all human imagination Saint Faustina once had a vision that's always been most helpful for me with regards to all of this. In her Diary of Divine Mercy, she writes, And I saw the other road, or rather, a path, for it was narrow and strewn with thorns and rocks, and the people who walked along it had tears in their eyes, and all kinds of suffering befell them, Some fell down upon the rocks, but stood up immediately and went on. At the end of the road, there was a magnificent garden, filled with all sorts of happiness, and all these souls entered there. At the very first instant, they forgot all their sufferings. Paragraph 153. Let us pray for all those who are on that path today, filling up in their own flesh what's lacking in the suffering of Christ. Let's pray for the grace to persevere amidst any and all hardships. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to put within us a deep hunger for the kingdom of heaven. And let's ask Jesus to show us this week what he's asking us to do to build for that kingdom until he returns and makes all things new.